back to an ASOS I see on the streets podcast. You know, it's been a minute. Uh, we're about to kick it off. You know, 2020. Just want to know how everyone is. It's your boy Mike, Freddie Keller, Max. We got Jordan Jones, aka Stunnerman 02, aka Nigel Standards, <laughs> aka Man, the smoothest dude alive. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling great. How are y'all? Hey, we're very blessed, very blessed. Welcome, 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 Is it okay if I do this like this? I'm a lot more comfortable. Hey, yeah, how, yeah, how are people yeah, comfortable, man? That's what ASAS is about. I'm uh, trying to live my life with ease as exactly. much as, as, as possible. Man, exactly. so what's up with everybody? I know like 2020 has been a crazy year in terms of just everything pretty much. Nigga, we still winning. Well, we, we still, still winning. Go ahead. Y'all go ahead, <laughs> now let's, let's dive in for real. Like, y'all. Well, uh, how's everyone's year? How, how's your year been? Man, uh, it's an amazing year. Of course, peaks and valleys. That's how life is. Mm-hmm. But you know, I've been learning how to not uh, wallow at the sorrows of your uh, valleys or and then not to wait too much on the mountain because the mountaintop is only to be enjoyed momentarily. You know what I mean? You got to go down. You got to go back to normal ground and go live life. So, you know, been dealing with myself internally, making sure I'm getting right in the mind and just dealing with this change of life. You know, it came out of nowhere. It was a curveball. I was trying to hit fastball. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, dealing with that and the light of that has been amazing, bro. Like, been to a new place in life and within myself and I just feel, you know, when you just feel everything is great, it's a great part in life, you waking up and just like, damn, yeah. I'm really happy, you know what I mean? First breath of air. It's the mindset you, you have. Of course. You know, it, it, yeah. It'll dictate so for, everything. Hell yeah. And That's it's good, just, bro. I'm, I'm glad, it's, you, I'm it's glad, not I'm glad, glad it's I'm great. Glad to have, I'm glad to have great. guests who are uh, humble and mm-hmm. who are thankful as well as us to like he said, you wake up in the, in the morning, you know what I'm saying, that first, breath of, as much uh, as that first breath of air, we're thankful for it. And uh, a lot of people here in 2020 uh, cannot say the same, and a lot of people have family members who, who aren't with us anymore, and, uh, you know, rest in peace to their soul, and, you know, uh, I feel like you uh, are somebody who, uh, artists, actually, and this in, in, in which we need, and I love having artists on our uh, podcast, who promote health as much as as much exactly. as, as much as much yeah, as you do, you. you know. Especially given the time that we at, like like we all like you all know the time we're in right now, uh, health is the the biggest uh, concern, you know. So what mm. are you doing to maintain that lifestyle? Oh man, that was an amazing question. I appreciate the kudos to my character. You know, I'm trying to be my best self. But um, in the midst of that, I don't know why I keep talking to the mic. These not even really on, right? Not <laughs> uh, yet. Yeah. Right, They're gonna be on yeah. the All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Keep all right, talking so. to the mic. Yeah. All right, cool, perfect. So yeah. But basically, um, I appreciate that for sure. Yeah. But when it comes to health, you feel me? I know I feel like in the periods of my life, health it was the differentiator between me continually to go in a way that I wanted to in a positive manner, feeling great about myself versus uh, feeling down or feeling not my best self. Yes. So I operate. That's like that choice. You exactly. Gotta, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to make that, that choice. Hell yeah. And I operate Absolutely. five doctors of life. Uh, Sleep. Five, say that one more time. Five doctors of life. Five doctors of That's life. That's my thing I do. I don't know if this is for everybody. You know, this is how I find my equilibrium. Mm-hmm. I use my five doc- doctors of life. I say water, yes. sunlight, sleep, stress level, diet. And you can have a plus one, which is you can uh, change your plus one. And I say that uh, working out. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I should have broke that down. I should have a I mean, paper and you can play it back. Yeah, of course, man. I'm, I'm doing that every time you talk. We have to that back yeah, so, yeah. I can, so I can get that. Hell yeah, yeah. But the five yeah. doctors of life plus that extra one, it really take you to the next level. You know what I'm saying? I know in parts of my life where I wasn't doing too well, I had to manage my equilibrium. Once you do that, you find the right direction that you need to go to. Then you can live your life with ease. It's not easy, but you can live it with ease. You know what I mean? Yeah, so on that topic, like, how was your upbringing like um, just growing up in the city, just being oh, from the Bay and everything? Me personally, I feel like I had the best upbringing ever. Like, I don't know why. I feel like I had the best of both worlds. I feel like I had everything. It wasn't that it wasn't struggle. It wasn't that it wasn't hard. It wasn't that we was absent of things, but I just feel like the best possible potential in my life, I took it there as much. Like, I, I got to enjoy my innocence. I got to be a kid, but at the same time, I got to see real life, you know? Mm-hmm. I grew up in the city. I grew up on Hayden Webster. That's Page Street. And then at 11, I moved to Hunters Point, mm-hmm. lived on Garlington. So it's like, yeah. while I was doing that simultaneously, I'm going to private schools, though, because I was a, I was a, awarded a great mother who focused on my education to get me to another type of uh, platform, another type of uh, level. So, you know, seeing that, I live 
it both sides of the spectrum of life that you can live in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And my whole journey through that was trying to put myself somewhere in the middle, not to fit in, but to stand out how I'm supposed to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So once that, you know, so I say it was amazing, man. I seen everything like, and I'm still seeing new stuff, but that just prepped me for life to deal with any type of person, to keep your calm, to not let people take you out your character. Right. You know what I mean? Feel like, and then it taught me that it taught me true confidence because it, it taught me that when you want to be confident, it doesn't mean you walk in the room and try to make everybody like you. It means that you walk in the room and despite what people think of you, you're going to be your best yeah, self so. and you're going to feel your, you're going to enjoy yourself no matter what nobody else thinks of you. Yes, I mean, so, yeah. man, it was great. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that question. Yeah, of course. I mean, like you, you were touching base on is the confidence and mm. just automatically when you walk in the room, you you feel that presence of the you confidence, to, you know. But like you were talking on, uh, like you weren't always in your equilibrium. No, no, what, no. What, what was the changing point in your life where you felt like, oh, I got to do something different. I got to figure this out. Like uh, you obviously didn't really know subconsciously of your five doctors, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, what was that point in your life where you felt like, you know, I'm gonna start pushing this is how, what I believe in and everything. Oh yeah, I remember I was in, it was, it goes through, uh, like I said, peaks and valleys, high, <laughs> high points where I go back and forth, but I feel like I'm more towards how I am now because as you grow, you become more sedimented in who you are. So with that, I, I feel like the first time I had the epiphany was at age 12. You know, you're going through puberty. I'm liking girls, you know. I want to feel good. And I suffer from chronic eczema. So my skin was terrible. I'm talking about, like, face. like yeah, So you understand the struggle. So just dealing with that. And I felt like I had a lot of things to me. I was funny. I felt like I was handsome. I was athletic, even though I was a chunky dude. I had all these characteristics that made me a great person. You but was I was chunky? I couldn't Yeah, yeah, of course, man. You know, I'm, I'm heavy for real. You know what I'm saying? I'm a okay. big dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like. You ran track too, and I want to talk about that. No, like, I didn't run track. Ran, I just played football. But I, you, okay. Yeah, yeah, but track is yeah. cool. I wish I did. Yeah. I, tr yeah. I tried to train, but I wasn't ready. Okay. But, you know, I just hit that point being in puberty. And I was like, damn, blood, I don't want to feel sorry for myself. That was the first time I felt real depression, you know, wearing black every day, sleeping mm -hmm. in a room, trying to not talk to nobody, you know, you know, just going through. That's like early age to feel depression. Hell yeah, age, of course, you know? man. So it's like, but I'm happy I was conscious of it. Yeah. Because I, and I'm happy I didn't, I, I didn't think I wanted to kill myself, but I was like, damn, if I was dead, like I wouldn't be upset. Anybody you know what I mean? Care, uh, yeah. Or, I knew people it. cared, but I was just yeah. like, it was internal. Yeah. And it was because. Hey, internal, the internal struggle and, and beast, that's a different monster, man. Yeah, like, yeah. The, anything internally. Like, that's the Dijon monster. You know, that's <laughs> the Dijon monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the Dijon for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, and that takes a lot of, it takes a lot of self healing. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like we need to uh, focus on a lot of self healing. Like, and. That can start as you like, like you saying, at an early age, you know. So mm. uh, we need to act, definitely um, implement um, more and structure more programs that are um, that are that are focused on mental health. Mm. Bottom line, you know, because like a lot of people are struggling mentally, you know. Hell yeah. Uh, and, and and once you start, you know, it's like a slope. It's like damn, I'm slipping, slipping, slipping a little more, and you know, hopefully. Uh, you know what I mean? You don't go looking for drugs or through any other way for, for that to find that peace or find a way to to, to counterbalance, you know, mm -hmm. with it. Um, and hopefully, you know, there's help, you know, there's people, there's artists who you listen to who 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 who, who you know that, you know, they're they're pushing uh, the right message, you know, like through their through their through what they're writing, you know, in their in their rhymes, hopefully, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. Uh, that's why it's important, you know, for us to, whatever way we can find, you know, and definitely through art, you know, yeah, yeah. a way to uh, have, help people cope with that, with that mental, uh, with that mental beast, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely internal. It's well definitely said, internal. for sure. Well said. For sure. Hell yeah, man. Shit, talking about drugs, what, what, you grew up on Hate Street? Yeah, Hate Mercy. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was Hate like? I mean, when I, when, I, when I lived there, I was born in 94. Okay. So, uh -huh. it's specifically about drugs, you know, Hate is... Uh, Upper and lower hate are right. notorious for drugs. Yeah. So lower hate was a million dollar block because it was basically a main strip in San Francisco. Everybody, if you're coming from Golden Gate Park to downtown, you got a, hate, hate Street is the best street. Right. You got all the stores. So yep. they was eating there. I saw 
I saw a lot of money. I saw a lot of things where it was like, you know, it was definitely community, but drug wise, I saw a lot of stuff where it's just like, young, yeah, man. of course. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? I didn't, I wasn't conscious of it, but it's like, you know, having situations where like when you two or three years old and you going under the bed and you yeah. finding guns, but you yeah. don't know it's a gun and you playing with it. I'm like, what the fuck? And I didn't realize that till my mom tell, tell me back stories. I'm like, damn, I didn't, I didn't realize finding money and like, yeah. and just being like, what the fuck? Seeing drugs transactions. So it was cool, but you also seen a lot of profit. You seen like, a th like I never, I have never to this day in San Francisco seen just so many people in the community. Uh, yeah. It was, it wasn't the best. Oh no, it was, it was great actually. Excuse me, let me correct myself. It was great, but you know the circumstances might not have been as good as good as it could have been. You know, because you know you have people breaking the law in order just to sustain themselves. But yeah. lower hate, it was going crazy. They was up selling big drugs. And then upper hate, it was more like people. You see the drug users. You know what I'm saying? Not in a bad way, but you see where Steve Jobs might have been when he created Apple, or you see those type of people. People playing drums on every block, you know, this that type of vibe where it's like, yeah, we take this to help us go to the next level, you know. This is what we do. And of course, you got that in every neighborhood. There are always drug users. Right. But you know, and I feel like people who do do drugs, there's a misconception because a lot of them abuse drugs. Mm -hmm. So when you abuse a drug, then you become somebody who might be a fiend or somebody who's addicted to it. Like harm somebody. Is that, like, yeah, it's, it's messing you up, but everybody, ha everybody has intelligence, you know what I mean? It might be weird, but you never know. Like, people might smoke crack because it takes your mind to a next level. Yeah. I personally wouldn't do that, and I don't advise you to do that at all. <laughs> you know don't, none of us advise you know any of that. Yeah, no, I, don't advise no, people to, I don't advise people to take drugs, but I do advise people to explore into things that you might feel might take you to the next level or something you want to adventure out on. It might not even be a drug. Right. It might be a new hairstyle. Yeah, it might be a, you know what I mean? So, of course, you know, like but we just on that topic of drug. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Try something new. You, I mean, you only get one life. You know? Right. Yeah, because yeah, hate is really, I mean, it's known for like the hippie movement. Hell so like, yeah. Not just yeah. drugs, but I mean, all sorts of Yeah, civil rights, you know what I'm saying? Rights. You know, yeah. uh, I think that's an important one. You know, they definitely on hate was fighting for liberation, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think we was talking about politics a little bit earlier. Like the Democrats are usually liberal, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was a lot of that going on. Is that always the best for black people? Shit, I don't think so. But at the end of the day, I like what they was fighting for because they was fighting for, man, most of the time, you a man, I'm a man. We want this. We want to be. We want to live freely. So it's like that's how they moving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's more tolerable. It's hella cool. It's definitely a beautiful movement. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need to learn more about it, honestly. Yeah. And need to go do my research. Yeah. 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 And then I'm in music and culture mm -hmm. and art. I mean, so much. Jazz, hell yeah. yeah. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's really like a hub. Like yeah, right yeah. There. Mm -hmm. Speaking of jazz guys, we are in the sound room right now. Yeah, shout, shout out to the sound room. Yes, uh, Dirty 22 Broadway, Oakland, California. <laughs> <laughs> my hair underneath, though. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a yeah, Giants yeah. one. Yeah, uh -oh, uh -oh. We didn't mean to cut you off, bro. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, no. I was just shouting everybody out. You know, you know he really from the city. He flipped the beanie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's, That's a real thing. Right, right, hey, you exactly. guys, when I was little, I used to kind of could tell where somebody was from by the way they wore their beanie, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's crazy. You guys remember when... It was like right after, not really the hype movement, but like when people were slitting the jeans on the side. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like 2007, 2006. Yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, that, that like, would be in right now because everybody yeah. wear the like tight, like skinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would definitely would be. That'd somebody got to bring yeah. it back. Bring it back. <laughs> I seen but, a couple but, people. But like tapered though, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Like, to, to where they still got the nice stitching. I could bring exactly. it back, but I'm, I'm gonna still stitch it up. Like, it's because you don't want your jeans to be too skinny, where you still wanted to fit it over your exactly. pants. Exactly. You know? But you still yeah. had that little slip to it. Hey, I'm happy you said that. I might have to go do that to some of my friends. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of like clothing, like garments and all that stuff like uh you promote a lot of uh like garment and of course and, man and you know we got the o2 brand come on man is my Tell mask on the right way yeah. promoting, see my oh y'all didn't even y'all didn't have my mask is on how upside can people down shot with oh, you, I need how can the yeah. followers shot with you hell yeah hey look what's good everybody i hope you're enjoying this episode of the asats podcast now a word from our sponsor 
Instead of man on you know two.com, I mean? hey, how are you doing? Do you want to feel like you're the most good looking individual in the world? Do you <laughs> yes. want to feel protected and enjoying life? Yes. You need to go to stunnermanon2.com. Currently, we only have two Talk hoodies on there. This is not my jacket, but I'm going to advertise <laughs> it like it is. You know, for, currently we have two hoodies on there. They're still winning and Talk About It hoodies, the breast cancer awareness. But next week, we'll be coming with these brand new daddies. These are the O2 hoodies, black and uh, gray. And you know, that's the type of way you need to have it. We also have O2 masks. If you see me in person, just ask if I got them. I probably don't, but I'll mail it to you. Also, with this O2 hoodie, man, it's going crazy. It's my second hoodies I'm ever dropping. We're going to keep it consistent. I hope you're still winning, and I hope you grab one. Why? Because elevation is our motto. Exactly. I love that. Right there. Real quick commercial. Right we back on. We love back right now. We back on. We back after. That was a quick back. word from our sponsor. Yeah, real <laughs> yes. quick. You know what I'm yes. saying? I wish I, I needed sponsor y'all. Y'all shit was go would go crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, we hey, can talk about that. Let's do it, man. <laughs> we can talk about that. I, I, I um, like to invest in in dreams, you know, because eventually a dream will become, you know, not everybody would enjoy as an oyster or pearl, but also, you know, it'd be something you'd be happy with. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's you know that's what uh, ASOS is all about. Just connecting creators in general. So just having just a sit down with just an individual like you just yeah, yeah. you know means the yeah. world to not only us here but people who who could be possibly listening right. and will be listening you know for the future yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's yeah. all we leaving is legacy exactly yeah creating that platform like Michael saying like but and particularly too right now to focus on like health itself you know like and that's mm -hmm. all around health yeah. you know what I'm saying like ASOTS is. Uh, Big promoters on health, like mental, uh, physical well-being, uh, and it's so good to have you on because you are, uh, like we said, every time I'm looking onto your Instagram, to any of your social media, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, 90 percent of the time, you know, you're talking about uh, new uh, health, a healthy lifestyle, or a healthy habit, you know, or yeah. even exercise and all that. Mm. Um, I remember we had Sam, we had Professor Gable. Shout out to Professor Gable. Uh, we had him on the show, and uh, I, I asked him actually who will be an artist that you would uh, like in mind, you know, that you would want to work with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like somebody uh, local, you know, so let's yeah, say local. Yeah. And him, he, he actually, after the show, he was like, damn, I should have said Larry June. Hell and Larry yeah. June is somebody from the city as well. Shout out to the city. Shout Again, out Larry June. I think he, shout ended Larry up, June. he ended up saying San Quentin, right? Who, who, did, who did Sam say? No, nah, he said San Quentin. However, he was like, damn, I should have said Larry June. But I thought that was interesting because uh, that's somebody as like, you know, also that promotes healthy lifestyle. Oh, for sure. You know, so I don't know if it's a Frisco thing. He's also the king of you know uh, I mean? independence. He is. He yeah. is. Yes, he sir. is, bro. Shout out Larry mm. June, man. Uh, ch check out ASOS, man, when you, the day you get it, you know. The day you get a chance, but uh, bro, like help promoting healthy lifestyle, bro. Like I said, like I said, I, I love following you because mm. not only um, do I get some, you know, do I get quality music? Like I said, I yeah. get like tips on like, uh, you know, health style and like exercise and, and exercising yeah, yeah. habits. Like I said, I it's see cool you in the park a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, Like uh, I yeah. see you in the park a lot, like doing your running, doing your hikes. You know, um, and yeah, like do you put together like programs for for? For um, youth I do. I, I need to. I'm happy you said that. You yeah. know, actually, uh, after this interview, I'm going to write that down because that would be amazing. But, you know, I kind of do it in like a, not a narcissistic way, but more like a self-preservation way. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to learn as much as possible so that if I ever do go teach somebody, yeah. you know, it's like I can actually give them something that will really help them. Yeah, you know, sure. so I, I appreciate you asking that final question and just going on what you was talking about. I felt like it was like a monologue, how you were so, so penetrating and then touching all these subjects. Mm -hmm. But I definitely feel like Larry June, uh, Zamyron, who makes Zemonade, mm -hmm. inspired me to bottle it up. But if we always been trying to put this together, not trying, but doing it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The method that I make my juices or what I've made, but just with unhealthy ingredients my whole life, yeah. all I did was switch the ingredients. That's sometimes you need what you need to go from what you're doing right now to the next level. That's and I good. feel like yeah, that's man. a part of life, you know that's what I mean? Good. You know what I mean? But, yeah, tell yeah. us more about the juice. Oh man, it's the O2 juice, the healthy alternative to soda. No alcohol, THC, CBD, caffeine, or cane sugar, you know what I mean? We got the, we got the residue of all of these uh, particles of citrus sitting at the bottom enjoying, you know what I'm saying? And marinating. Yes, yeah. they are. For the most part, you know, I'm not going to front like, oh, it's the best thing that you can ever drink in your life. Yeah. But I will tell you this, it is healthier than soda because we're just using alternative ingredients. I uh -huh. think the best thing is water. But for me, I made this because, or I was past this recipe and turned it into my own in my own way. Yeah. I, I did this because I didn't want to suffer from, um, I suffer from chronic eczema. Like I said, yeah. and this, oh, yeah, oh, what are the some genes. ingredients that help with the eczema? Oh, well, skin, uh, with skin. I just guess. in general, yeah, general, just in general, for me, I kind of, I kind of, kind of look at ingredients that don't help. So I know for me, dairy, 
um, gotcha. red meat, so with the uh, processed, yeah, processed yeah. foods, uh, sugar, you know, just a lot of things that can cause irritation. Yeah. And basically somebody gave me some simple game. He was like, if it's not green, you shouldn't have it on your plate. And I was like, damn, that's hella easy. Right. Like, should, I, should I be eating these sour candies? <laughs> nah, but it's just really, if you just put greens in your body, that stuff that just so simple and natural and made for us literally changes our lives. Mm -hmm. And you just got to have the discipline to wanting to eat it. That's why I was on my uh, Instagram story like about two weeks ago. I was just eating straight salad like it was chips yeah. because it was just like, yeah. I'm not eating this for the taste. I'm eating right. this for the, yeah. the nutrition. And then that's exactly you know what I'm saying. And sometimes it's, it's still I baby spinach sometimes I get like yeah, just, yeah. it don't be he good, does, but it's yeah. after yeah. after you get used to it, bro, all oh, it's cool. Things very do taste different, but you gotta not see how they taste, you gotta see how it make you feel. Right. And yeah. then that's with people, everything. Yeah. yeah, Max actually really do that. And the thing is, is once you get that habit of uh like, sure. like imagining it like it ships. Yeah. And then you just you just find yourself at the kale bag or the baby spinach yeah, yeah, bag yeah. and eating like chips. Like damn, like you know, <laughs> even went through like half a bag, you know, not yeah. even realizing. Uh, so that's good. I actually also just to be around other like-minded people who yeah, are yeah. that's uh, important who for are us. making a an, a conscious effort, you know, because we're all conscious of self and conscious of what is going on. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. when people. We, we, we surround yourself. Uh, we surround, surround yourself around people that's that's that are like minded, and then it makes the journey way more easier. For sure. You know, like I woke up this morning and I'm like, damn, like I'm excited. I really am looking forward to doing this podcast. Especially we haven't been able to meet up and shit like that with our family, friends, and whatnot. And so I'm really excited. You know, yep. but hey, I was like, damn, like it, it's gonna take like Mikey. It's gonna take Max. It's gonna take Stunnerman. You know, and then we all have to be like minded. And the same, and just as excited, you know what I mean? So, shout yeah, out no. Kat as well. Yeah, shout out Kat. Shout out Kat behind the camera. Shout out Kat going crazy. Behind the lens. Uh, for sure. No, with that like-mindedness surrounding yourself, it's it's huge because, you know, I think we've touched base on this before where we were talking about, um, you know, you're definitely an average of the top five people you surround yourself mm -hmm. every day with, whether that be your family or your friends. Like, just sitting around and... Hanging, spending your time around with people who will elevate you to that next level mm -hmm. definitely plays a part with uh, who you are as an individual and who you can be. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, that's definitely a fact. I let's, agree. Let's, let's change the subject a little bit and talk more nah, on, on, on your music. Hey, I just wanted to say this final thing. Hey, definitely pessimism leads to nepotism. Yeah, so it's just on some. Yeah, so it's just like, that's why even if I might not be in the best mood personally, the atti your attitude is one thing you can control. Mm -hmm. So it's at the end of the day, it's like when you come with that great attitude, people say they love working with Angela Bassett because on set, she always has a positive attitude. Yeah. People can be great, but you know, having that attitude, the way you talk to people, interact, it could really bring people down, you know? Yeah, so for sure. Know, definitely just wanted to piggyback off y'all and then continue with that and just leave it with it triumphant because y'all said great, amazing things, you know what I mean? Yeah. And especially with something creative, like the mm -hmm. vibe is super important when really? you're like making something. Yeah, mm -hmm. you gotta be in a good space. Definitely. Sometimes yeah. being mad is cool, but you know, sometimes right. being like when everything's just easier, it's just like wow, we just did that so beautifully. It wasn't a struggle. Right. right. Everything don't have to be a struggle. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Don't give up easy, but yeah. it definitely have to be. And, uh, and, and mad, all it is is the energy that mm -hmm. can be taken and you know transformed into some way to make you know what I'm saying to get a positive outcome of that. So uh, anger is just energy. And a lot of kids, when it's not good to just say like, "What are you? Oh, they're angry or they're upset or they, mm -hmm. you know, no, no, they just have a lot of energy right now, you know, and that's the way they're expressing themselves. Like, how can we help them? You know what I'm saying? Since we see that, you feel me? To express uh, and to use their energy. Mm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Why is it? And that could be through music. And I think Mike was about to actually use more music. Like, yeah, I was, I was just going to switch it up a little bit, just more talk, talk about your music. Yeah, like, music. Definitely. So, yeah, like, definitely yeah. how, how, yeah, how you got into music, music when, what age, and this is that. Like, what are your influences? Like, we could just start from the. Oh, yeah, so I, I got into music in 2009. It's been around me my whole life, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I feel like 2009, that's when Mac Just, shout out to Mac Just if you watched this. It really Mac brought me Just. Mac Just, you know what I'm saying? Check him out. He was going crazy. Like, he was really tearing the city and the bay up. Like, this was all before everybody really started rapping, like, 10 yeah. years ago. Like, mm -hmm. he, by the age of, like, 
13, he already did a song like Roach Gidge, wow. Everybody in Freedom West was going Ooh. crazy. He had his own uh, MacBook. He had his. He was producing beats. Like I'm yeah. telling you, like, bro, he was. Yeah, this was with T Pain and like Lil Wayne was popping. And he had like locks, and we always be like, oh, you look like T Pain. Yeah. It was hilarious, bro. But him, bro, he was a crazy influence because he was just so ahead of the game. You know what yeah. I mean, and it's yeah. just like he was going to team. He was doing like team backpack freestyling. Exactly, oh, yeah, battling. Just look up Jesse B. He was going oh, crazy, yeah. like projects, like for me, like grown, grown up bars at the age of 16. Yeah. So, you know, being around him, it was like, just like, how can you not rap? How can right. you not be a part of it? You know, yeah. I feel like I made my, I remember at the Boys and Girls Club, I was like six years old, RIP to our tech manager, Ken. When I was in there with Ken, he um, actually, he allowed, he allowed us to use computers. I made my first beat at six years old, but I just had nobody pushing wow. it to me. So I used to do African drumming. Yeah. Like, I, everything possible, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I've just been around music my whole life, and I've been around performing my whole life. Yeah. It was just a matter of, oh, let, nature. Exact, it was a matter of, Jay-Z said some stuff like, oh, he sold crack because it was hard. He didn't, because his, his mom or something told him like, hey, you shouldn't um, do things that are easy to you. Cause mm -hmm. you, know, you know, when you work, I'm, I'm assuming is when you work for things, harder you appreciate them more right, you know sure. so then he started making music he was like this shit is easy people as people tell me jay-z can walk into the studio and spit a freestyle one take and be done yeah yeah and i know people personally who can write in their head like shout out the homie space style fly we didn't been in the studio Hell yeah, we didn't been in the studio and in the midst of this, he didn't wrote a verse in his head. I'm like, what the heck? How you do that? So you know that was hella cool. Never put no pen to no pad. Huh? Yeah, yeah, but just getting back on track. I don't even remember what we was talking about really. Music, your music. Yeah. Was oh, like yeah. how you got into it? Yeah. Um, just got man, into it just really fell into it. Like it was mm -hmm. a it was a mix of you know having an ego versus wow, I'm actually good at this. I mm -hmm. should take this serious. The ego is of course the possibility of meeting women, having money, you know, living an extravagant life that you see artists live but also exactly you know living that lavish lifestyle but also the um the real passion of it is like damn i really do like writing i really do like making people feel good i really do like bringing out an emotion right. i like to express myself so you know and i feel like i'm finding the balance of that because you are supposed to enjoy the spoils of life but you're not supposed to allow your vices to really control you, hmm. you know what i mean so it's just like i'm now i'm getting it and you know i'm enjoying it trying to become a, or becoming a better person in the midst of it but that started all 2009, where I say my definitive date, I made my first song. Shout out to Mac Just, uh, Jay Fresh, aka Von P. Shout out to my guy, uh, Silk Drizzle. Count figures a boss nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Straight up. So yeah. when you made that track in 2009, yeah. you were like, this it's is terrible. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god, that shit was. I was about to say, it was like a fucking banger. I was like, hella nervous. Like, <laughs> what were you recording on? Uh, we was recording on, I think. Either Garage Band or I don't think probably Garage Band. Yeah, probably Garage Band. Yeah, it was like a like a USB mic and everything. Nah, nah. Jesse B had the full setup. I'm talking about like he was in his living room. Good looking brother. He was in his living room. You know what I'm saying? Like really, where it's just like he had a a Mac hard drive hard drive computer. What is it called? Like a desktop. Thank you. I appreciate that. He had a desktop. He was like set up he had the beat programs everything like jesse b had, was like a trained musician like mm -hmm. he sang in a choir like he know how to play drums he could like play a the... lot of people who did the choirs when they were growing up are like, what? like crazy talented you know i mean? wish i did choir yeah. oh like, i Zay, thought it was zaytoven is a like Bruh, i just met zaytoven yeah. like two weeks ago hey but hey, cool hey, ass dude something like is he from the city or what's yeah he was born and raised i believe in this or he was born in germany was what i was told right he had a and crazy then, upbringing he's from he's from the city he graduated from galileo high school you know what I'm That's saying? Up, oh, the big homie Wally Bang, he actually, man, why my stuff keep going? One of Atlanta's uh, best producers is actually from the it's Bay. From the oh, Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. But yeah, yeah, one of the, one of the world's best producers. The world, yeah. But yeah, he moved. Um, Wally Bang actually just told me the story of that. I don't know how true this is, but I trust Wally Bang. Mm -hmm. So he's a Filmo legend, you know what I mean? But Wally Bang told me that him and Zaytoven actually were signed to the same or similar deal. Mm -hmm. And then it was a point where they was rocking heavy. Wally Bang is an excellent artist. Mm -hmm. But you know, Wally Bang was like, uh, man, Zay was like, man, I'm going to move to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And he was like, man, why you moving to Atlanta, bro? Just stay out here. We're going to make it work. And he was like, nah, I'm going to go out there, bro. Yeah. And Zay went and just put his feet in the ground yeah. and then changed yeah. his life. I mean, not changed. Yeah, he did change his life, but went to that next level because he yeah. was able to step out of his comfort zone. And Wally Bang was like, I stayed here. You know what I mean? And he's like, Wally Bang said this to me. Like, you see the difference. You see where he at, a very humble dude, but just legendary. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of that, he was just like, you know, 
Like, that just taught me, like, you know, don't be afraid to go step out. Of, you know what I mean? Don't be afraid to do it. Because at the end of the day, all you would do is fail forward. And I'm always excited to go somewhere else and go put my feet somewhere else. Because I know I'm going to be successful as long as I stay consistent. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so. What, what's, uh, Touching on that, do you feel that same way? Like, hmm. whereas being in the Bay, do you feel like you're limited on how? Just in general, not mm. personally. Yeah, do, you feel, uh, do you feel like you're limited on how far one could get? Or versus like if you're able to make the move, Zaytoven did like Atlanta or go to LA or whatever, or New York or whatever, to these different places, do you feel like your platform could excel in, the, in a bigger way? Uh, of course, I definitely feel like anywhere I go, I can make myself uh, known in what I do. But I also feel uh, both sides of the spectrum, of course, because there's always a spectrum. I feel like external and internal influences can allow you to create success. For me, that would be saying, like, okay, externally, if I go to uh, this other city, yeah, yeah, this, I'm going to go be the biggest person out. But then what if my work ethic wasn't there? Yeah. Or what if my talent really wasn't there? But it's like, luckily it is. Luckily for me, I believe in it. Not even luckily. I know, like, hey, I'm that, I, I, I know what I'm doing with this. So let me go out there and believe in myself. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think it can expand it to a broader market. That's the importance of getting on places that can give you more exposure. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes certain cities are demographic, the mainstream is not listening to that type of music. But somewhere else, they might love you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I also am firmly believing in not to be thrown off where I'm from because just how hard the city was gentrified. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's important to me to really make something that people in my city can feel and let, they'd be like, okay, you know what? This is really good. I like this. And it's important for me to be able to make it out here because this is where I'm from. Yeah. So it's just at the same time, it's to a point to where, you know, I feel like I do my best to live in both realms of it. And I feel like you have to commit only when a certain type of circumstances requires you to be like, okay, I'm just gonna, I just have to go over here. Mm -hmm. You know, so I feel like right now, I'm, I'm utilizing uh, my intelligence and my experience to the best way. Of course, building myself here, but not afraid to say, oh, we going to London for a month? Come on, I'm going. Yeah. I, I know I could do that. I got, right now I'm debating, like, I'm ready to go to Houston for a month just to go and get my name out, out there. Mm -hmm. Just to go out there and push, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, for me, it's exhausting, of course, to go out there and, and tell people who you are, but it's also beautiful. It's also like that hard work is worth it. Those seeds that you plant and that you water and allow them to grow is really is great. I mean, 100%. Hell yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's something that came up with, with Boss Life and with Fizz, I think. Like, Shout out Boss Life. Hey. Boss Life. Um, just like being like being an artist in the Bay. Hell yeah. Kind of like, should you like dip? Should you go to LA? Mm -hmm. Should you like, what should you do? Because it's yeah. like, that's what Fizzle did. Is it limited? Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's a weird thing. Like we have so much music and culture and mm -hmm. stuff. So and like we have our our own legends yeah. that like we want to aspire to. I, I honestly think the industry. I didn't mean to cut you off, nah, but I think the industry in the Bay is kind of like fucked up because it's where it's like, okay, we're so fucking great and everybody's uh, got all this great shit. Why aren't we taking this shit to the next level? Why aren't we at the forefront what everybody's doing? Everybody uses our shit. Of course, we get inspired from other places, but I always see people use Bay shit. We not get credit. Yeah. or no for it and I feel like it's a lack of unity and that's why we got to enhance the community because really when you got the common unity the community comes together so easy so yeah. that's how you really got to win yeah, that common unity for real. Once we get that in the Bay, it'll be cool. I don't care if it's money. I feel like status plays in the, into something. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I know a lot of great artists aren't getting heard, aren't getting seen, getting overlooked. I know that a lot of people like who are talented aren't getting appreciated. And I feel like in the Bay, like Kehlani shouldn't have had to leave, you know? Yeah. Like g Easy, he left. I feel like he shouldn't have had to leave. Like I feel like our great artists shouldn't leave because we're a mecca of music. Yeah. I mean, and like G Easy especially too. Like I, I, I have a hell of respect for G Easy, but yeah. definitely I think leaving was like. I mean, vital for yes. him. To like Man, of course. Yeah, and it's true. crazy because I went to college in New Orleans for my first year and a half. And when I went out there, I went to the school of Loyola in New Orleans. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, what's up? Who from the Bay really made a name out here? I asked DJ Cool Hands. He was from Oakland. White dude had bars on the ones and twos. But and when I asked him, he was like, bro, g Easy, bro. He was, I was like, g Easy, who's mm -hmm. that? So I went and looked him up. First thing I see, Tim Westwood, yeah. uh, freestyle. He had some alcohol right here with the comb over, I think. <laughs> was taking them shots. Missing, busting, and rhymes. That's when really, I feel like 
having the uh, the talent of rapping is necessary, but it's like you don't you kind of don't have to know how to freestyle no more, yeah. or you kind of don't have to know how to spit some shit straight to be popping or to be to get paid. You know what I mean, yeah. it's more like a craft. Right. Yeah, but you know, but yeah, Jeezy was that was motivating because like damn, people from the Bay right. making it. You yeah, know what sure. I mean? yeah. So I I. I, I Definitely agree with you on that unity part because mm -hmm. I feel like definitely artists in the Bay. It's I don't I don't know whether it's collaboration or yeah. if it's just um, a pride or ego thing in terms of each individual artist where mm -hmm. they're not afraid but they don't want to step on other people's toes yeah. or whatever to to want to excel to the next level because I know people in uh, in Atlanta like the, that whole phase like everyone puts each other on in Atlanta that's how yeah. artists get bigger named out there or whatever yeah. but i feel like if we had that in our community in the bay area in terms of music in terms of whatever it is i feel like it would take us to a definitely a whole other level people would respect us and yeah. and understand like man the bay really got some hitters like going yeah, on you yeah. know what i mean i agree a thousand percent and just to compliment what you said i think it's a mixture of you know uh, pride and ego for sure because I know I suffer from it. I be having situations like why should I do a song with this person and I need to get out of that but I feel like I try to work with as many people as possible yeah. but also it's it's like in Atlanta I feel like uh, in places like Atlanta, Detroit like meccas of black people where you see black people thriving off of rap where you see people thriving off of rap for real mm -hmm. you know what I mean in places like that it's more motivating to be a rapper think if you go to a city where of course you got up and coming rappers but you know you not only you, you have the pinnacle of all rappers and like the, the the local rapper, he's like, okay, this is a local rapper. We only know him in his state, but he still has a nice car. He has a home. You know, it's a, it looks like a wealthy occupation. Right. Like in order for us to really go up, we got to understand and say, okay, rap is a real occupation. And that's really right. something important. I don't think people think like that. Yeah. And I especially don't think in the Bay. And I think in the Bay also it's that status play. It's mm -hmm. just like, oh yeah, one person might have a Benz out of everybody driving down the street. And you might be like, oh, I got this been so I can be better than you but what is flexing if everybody's not flexing if everybody doesn't have something to flex you don't have any competition right. really and you go somewhere and you go into a bigger pond you're not even able to swim with those fishes you know yeah. of course you might be able to but it's like you know it's it's like different than if we all had oh he has a Bentley I got a Maybach you got a um what a what's an expensive car Ferrari and then you got a a, a Range Rover and it's just like oh yeah we all got our respective stuff right. then the then the uh, braggadociousness right, looks right, a little right, different right, right, right. but of course we do need those people with those hood trophies we do know need those people with those behind the scene connections doing the right thing yeah. and I do think there are a lot of people in the Bay that are doing that showing us like hey you could really go and get this mm -hmm. just get locked in. Also, I think in Atlanta, I'm gonna keep it real. I think they have somewhat, I wouldn't say a better work ethic, but out there, what, I, what I've heard is if an artist go out, you go out there with an artist and be like, oh yeah, I'm trying to work. And it's just like the normal, whatever artist is gonna be like next day, okay, I'm there, we working. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like out here. In New we, York too, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like East Coast. You gotta be quick yeah. with that shit. I feel like yeah. I even do this, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm talking about myself as well. We got that kind of like, hey, we gonna work mentality, yeah. and then we don't put it together. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like. It sounded good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, we, we can't beat ourselves over the head too, right. too much. We still, I feel like we still a top 10 rap city. I yeah, feel like right. we still a great city, just right. not just musically, just, or uh, excuse me, region. Let me not minimize ourselves. Because right. really it's the Bay. I feel like in the Bay we minimize ourselves a lot, yeah. which our respective cities are so huge, like Oakland, Richmond, Vallejo, uh, San Jose, uh, all these cities that are just big. You can name every city in the yeah. Bay and they're actually important. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like where it's like, damn, stuff really happens here. Yeah, they factor, yeah. So I feel like that individualism sometimes is kind of like uh, shoots us in the foot or kind of is a double-edged sword because we think we're so important by ourselves that we don't realize the collectivism and realize the uh, interchangeability as well as the inner cohesion that we could come into. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are all the same word. I don't know why I said the same thing <laughs> twice, but it sounded nice. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Man, that's, a, that's a really interesting point, though. Yeah. I, I hadn't thought about it like that, mm -hmm. but... I, the Bay should be one city. Yeah, yeah, for really real. It used to be the whole Bay used to be four and five. Yeah. So really, y'all yeah. from the city, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah nah, same as uh, the Warriors used to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Man, everything used to be one yeah. thing, but, you know, yeah. I feel like, you know, different views, different politics, certain things, reasons we, that's probably beyond my knowledge right now, cause things to separate for a yeah, certain man. reason. And that's like the majority of California is so huge. Right. You know what I mean? But you know, definitely. Hopefully, when we when we do that, we're actually if the bay comes together as one, we'll actually probably be 
uh, as big as the region, like as LA or uh, New York. You know what I mean? Because right. when yeah, they do it, it gets close. Yeah, like, like for real, like 8.6 million in the Bay. Come, somebody can definitely go uh, refresh me or update me on the number. Yeah, but I, 8. that's pretty 6. big. I think it's something like no, that. Yeah. that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. pretty huge. I mean, it is huge. Yeah, so. Uh, but yeah, man, what's even more bigger, bro, is is your mu- is your music, your mm-hmm. influence. Um, man, we thank you for being here, and yeah. we want you to continue to, you know, what I'm saying to to, yeah. to 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 reach to reach out uh, to the community through your music, man. Like Max, uh, Mike, got any uh, last statements? Man, go ahead. But I appreciate you coming on, coming on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank you. Man. Man, I, I feel great like talk with uh, you. you know, with more music, you know, like 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 yours, the Bay. We'll, we'll start to see that they yeah, yeah. become one. Hell yeah, you know, that's yeah. what I'm pushing for, the unity, because at yeah. the end of the day, that's what I want to see, you know. Mm-hmm. I've seen too many negative things happen. I've seen too many uh, sad things, so it's like, why not live in happiness, you know? Yes. And yeah. it's especially for, black, especially for black people, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I love all type of people, but I prioritize black people because I feel like nobody does. And if we don't, we're not. We Black people, we won't go anywhere. Yeah. It's like, I, I it, it would be hard for me to pour this O2 juice for you if my bottle was empty, you know? Yeah. So let me fill up <laughs> my bottle let me make sure I got a couple then I can eat with everybody mm-hmm. but I feel like especially in America like you know that hasn't really happened for black people so we right. changing that tie and then of course we respecting all people no matter race color creed preference or whatever but it's just like you know of course that's my priority and coming yeah. with that amen that's what we that's what the unity we coming with because once we're able to do that you know this crazy thing that this dude from Homeland Security just told me he said he said that he learned that the conservative effort around the world is that it's you're supposed to keep black people at the bottom. And I was like, fuck. And I just thought about that in a deeper level because if people of melanated descent, you know what I mean? Black is not even a real type of person. Mm-hmm. Melanated people, if they was to overcome what our status quo is, the reality of it is the people at the top would actually be on the bottom. You know For real, no, there's genuinely like, like rich, mostly rich white people that are like, genuinely scared that you know yeah. they're like yeah. fuck it everyone's gonna like kill all the white people and shit. Yeah. well they think that uh they're scared because like uh through uh, like through they pretty much don't when they do not want to be a minority in america and if you are a minority you lose your power somehow was what they think which well, which, they which, think, which, they think there's actually... gonna be like a revenge. They think like the type of shit that like white people did in the U.S. Mm. is there's gonna be like a retaliation. Not only and and it there was like, all over the world, and it should be. That's it should crazy because there should be because there, be, there never the... was. I feel like like I mean like, not like, yet, like, yeah. not yet. Yeah. I mean, I feel like yeah. um, the hubris of white folks is gonna kill them. You know what I mean? That same thing like Icarus when he got mm-hmm. too prideful. You know what I mean when he got too close to that sun? It's one of my yeah. favorite Greek. Uh, yeah, yeah. I need to go back and review it. I need to actually like read that. Well, fuck with it, yeah, man. It's just like, you know, I feel like that white people go so hard where the ones that are in power right now right. go so hard the way they are is because it's the fear of being extinct, you know? Right. You got to think, like, historically, the way that we're here now is because a certain type of people lacked resources and they went everywhere to go get them because they lacked so many resources. Yeah. That's why we you think about it, United States, we live as if everything is in scarcity when really we have abundance. Yeah. So it's just like that. That's and the this, re- is the, this is the prime example of uh, even the toilet paper, how, mm-hmm. how that goes into uh, so-called scarcity and then everybody is like, damn, I need to go like buy all of it up because yeah. You know what I mean? Because because we're not we're gonna be without and they're gonna be with. You know exactly. what I'm saying? With, you know what I mean? I mean? When there was enough for it to. It's really a, more than enough for everybody to enjoy. Yeah, I copped a bidet at the beginning. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, a, yeah you know, yeah, you know yeah, in Japan yeah. they have the little yeah. toilet things that cleans your. Uh, oh, that's that cleans your ass. Oh, for real. That's good. Yeah. Congratulations, man. Hell yeah. Is it is it warm? Oh, there's gonna be a link too. Oh, that's lit. Hey, hey, that's hella smart. Hey, product play. Hey, that's how you promote yourself. Hella smart. Always promote yourself. But yeah, that's hella clean. My first time I tried one of those, I was in middle school. This is like when I went to go to these private schools. This is like my partner dad. I think he was in like the mafia or something. He was Italian with hella money. But that is definitely a stereotype. Don't get mad at me. I don't care if you do. But at the end of the day, like with that, it was like 
and he had that. We went in. He had the heated toilet seat. And yeah. I was like, Whoa! And I was like so skeptical because I'm like, man, I'm not nothing, nothing, nothing touch my butt. You know what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I was like, all right, let me stop thinking sexually. You know what I mean? Let me think to actually clean my butt. Yeah. And so I did that, and it was like, wow, this is a cool experience. It's a lot more effective. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Still got a white man. Yeah. That's well. That's how it is in, in Filipino <laughs> culture. We call, we call it the tapo. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's basically. Shout out to my Filipinos, the magandas, hey, panagadito. <laughs> hey. hey. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's basically essentially the same thing, but way, way more primitive where it's just yeah. a bucket of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, just, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. That's and not even primitive. That's just simpler. It's, you know, it's, it's genius. It's you know? yeah. That's how it is back, out, back in the Philippines. <laughs> you know, wash your ass. Come on. Yep. I think this segment is going to be called the Boudet. Boudet. <laughs> the Boudet. The Boudet. Oh, I'm weak. Wash that's your ass. Yeah. Oh, that's the name of it? Boudet? The Boudet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just came up with that? Oh, that was clean. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're going to come with our own thing. It's called the Boudet, you know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. we, got, we got a new project coming. It's called the Boudet. You know what I mean? Boudet. All about how to clean your ass properly. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you having fun. Exactly. Exactly. Are you, uh, speaking of new projects, are you yeah. uh, working on something oh, yeah. new right now? I got, uh, new projects, new projects. three projects finished. One with Quake Beats. That's my prime. Quake Beats. Shout out Quake Beats. Yeah, that's pers- that's pers- yeah, shout out, big shout out to Quake Beats. That's personally no bias to any other my engineers or producers, but that's probably like my favorite producer of all the people just because all my producers, because we just lock in like that. You know, I feel like we just got a different type of sound. Uh, yeah. Eventually, when me and him blow up, I'm going to go tell the whole story how me and him actually got locked in, but me and him got a um, a project we just put together. We just shot the first video for it yesterday. Right. Shot the final scene for the first video, so that's exciting. Artwork is coming, and then my plan is to drop a video every two weeks. You know, yeah, still yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, stick to that. Hell stick yeah. To that. Then me and Gunner goes global. I was in the movie Last Black Man in San Francisco with him. Yeah. He's a family friend now. Yeah, check out Gunner goes global. Yeah, y'all gotta yeah. hey get him on the next podcast. In- yeah. Quake Beats, interesting. Gunner, we got him for you. Yeah, hey, I'm with. Hey, he gonna gun back. I'll be careful. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he don't wear the eye patch for no reason. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, so basically. Um, yeah, me and him got a project, real turned up. You know what I mean? Me, I feel like me and him are intelligent individuals, scholars of our nature. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that project is just straight. We used to say racket back in the day, not ratchet. That shit racket, you feel me? Racket. It's turned up. You feel me? It's great energy. It's one of the projects where you just like... Mm-hmm. And then I got the OnlyFans. That's more like a melodic project. I'm having that mix and match. Oh, I thought right. you were saying like an actual OnlyFans. Uh, 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 I'm trying to get it I out. I heard Tiger do some shit. That's hella funny. I'm trying to... Yeah. More, more dude, more guys are doing that. I'm trying to get it out there before it get corny you know i'm just trying to and i was just a play on the fact that i feel like only my fans people really fuck with or listen to this music because it's me stepping out my comfort zone and seeing my development i feel like this is a these are projects made for specifically people who are like damn i don't want to hear this motherfucker yelling in my ear the whole time let me hear some cool shit let me hear talking about a melodic thing talk to the ladies you know what i'm saying that's like i can, i think i would i don't want to say i'm inspired by tory lanes but you know he does that with the chicks tape you know what yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then don't try to get on me for bringing up Tory Lane's uh, <laughs> uh, name, brother. If, if if we're allegedly, I we don't know the facts, but I'm assuming that he shot this woman in the foot. If he did that, that shit is fucking wrong. Okay, yeah, but at the wrong. end of the day, whatever brought up and led to that, we still have to analyze that, and we might have to make some uh, future. Um, just pieces on people's mental health and make sure right, we check on right, people right, because right, right. That's, that's what we should be talking about yeah. actually when we watch that we shouldn't be looking to point fingers at him or her we should, we should like, be what led up to this what led up to it why like, are y'all in this situation let's, let's, let's build everybody instead of being like hey yeah. bro ain't you the nigga that did this or ain't you the bitch that got shot in the foot it's like yeah. you know and then and, and, pl- and plus like the mass media is yeah. over it, but really we didn't get down to the yeah. penetrating point. Yeah, like, damn, this young lady just lost her mom, and she don't know who she can trust. Right. And this man, who a lot of, oh, I feel like, man, we have a lot of ego with certain stuff. This man, who was up at this time, might have been in a stressful situation right. too. You don't know what happened to him in this, and then what brought that together to create this action. You know, yeah. we got to really develop that. It's and, a learning lesson. It's and learning then this person lesson. being wrong too is not like, oh, let's send this motherfucker to jail. Some people do deserve it, but. At the end of the day, we got to be like, damn, how are we trying to make people and rehabilitate them? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because we're just going to perpetuate what's going in to make these jails, private facilities, uh, and public as well, mm-hmm. state facilities, a whole bunch of money, bro. Mm-hmm. And sure. it's just like private it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. let's, but of course we can have our, our playful, oh, this is a, we can pass judgment even though nobody's perfect, mm -hmm. but really let's say, okay, let's get past this shallowness of it and really go into the penetrating part to be like, all right, how can we prevent this from happening again? Right. Something like this to happen, but you know. Exactly. These are, we need to be like, yeah, that's uh, really, it's hard to have those conversations. You know what it is. Mean? It I mean, is. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. we out here, we enjoying life. Life is beautiful. Hey man, you keep winning, you keep being a great person. I know this shit seemed hard when it first started, but that's why it first started. Because it's not how it really started, it's how it end. Come on, man. And how we win is how we end in the beginning. Come on. We still winning. Say preach that. to him, preach Come to on. him. That's how we do it. We just stay preach consistent. You have yeah. any um, final words of advice? Anyone inspiring to be in the same place as you? Shit, be better than me. If you really want to look at me for something, you know, I feel like the best competition is yourself, but you should look at me and be like, damn, I want to be better than this motherfucking stunning man on two. <laughs> Don't look at my life as a motherfucking... Uh, uh, like just key or blueprint to everything because my life is different than your life. I might, everything, you never know, I might be uh, putting up a facade. This might just all be a character, but at the end of the day, you need to figure out what works for you. Use me as a model and I hope I inspire you every way. I hope I make you feel good. But at the end of the day, you know, don't take, take everything I even say with a grain of salt. You know, only trust what you know you can figure out for real. And you know, just keep pushing yourself because at the end of the day, discipline consistency and you know it's a lot of things that people never say that helped got them to the top so you know take those things that you need to to the grave and it was long-winded but you know you know that's it you know we ain't ended you know what I mean we're yes. still winning yes. we're still breathing we're still enjoying life I hope everything I say penetrates you and marinates you so when they put you out the oven or put you in or out the oven you done cooking you could just be out there just glossy with the butter on it dripping <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. and that's how you're supposed to feel every day all of a sudden, I'm hungry. Nah, man, right, for right, real. Right, right, hey, yeah. hungry for success. Hungry yes, for success. Oh, yeah. Max, yes, Fred, you guys got any uh, last words? Shit, man. Nah, that was dope. I like, yeah, like, yeah. like Marshawn, like Marshawn Lynch said, I'm thankful. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. I leave it like he that. also said, I'm here so I won't get fined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, appreciate you, uh, Son of Man 02, uh, sliding through. Hell yeah, uh, it was Son a pleasure. Son of Man 02. Can't wait for the next interview. Mm -hmm. Make sure you go interview all the artists in the Bay. R.I.P. Lil Yates, man. man. Gonna go yeah. global. Hey, appreciate our people while we're here. R.I.P. Chi, R.I.P. Everybody that's exactly. passed away in our community lately. Man, everybody, go make, go interview all these people. You need to get a Lil Bean on. You need to get Zay man, Bang on. You need to get Llama Llama. You need to get Prezi. You need yeah. to get the local Prezi. artists. You need to get Ozer. You need to get Afterthought. You need to get Von P. You need to get all these great people. If I forgot your name, it's not on purpose. It's just this is my personal Rolodex. I probably saw them the last two days. Mm -hmm. I mean, Cali J. It's a lot of great artists. Um, TYSF, Amarose, and man, Foots. Yeah. It's a whole bunch of people. It's you like the list goes all. on. Like, you know what I mean, get them all. I wish I could name everybody. I wish I could just give my energy to go helping everybody push themselves. But if I did that, I would not have nothing for me. So as soon as I, as much as I try to, I'm gonna keep pushing you. you know what I mean, yeah, I want to see you win. It's not a competition. And if you want to compete, you're gonna lose because I'm still winning. And that was being very cocky. That was egotistical. <laughs> but I just believe in myself. I feel like Mike Tyson in the ring, mm -hmm. even though he just draw with Joe, with Joe Jr. You know what I'm saying? I'm impetuable. My, my defensive is impregnable. Impregnable. No, come on. He was going in. Come on. He was going I want to eat his children. He was Praise going to Allah. To Allah. Yeah, I'm going on. I'm just ranting at this point. Oh, I'm good. just having fun that talking. Perfect ending. Yeah, that's perfect, bro. Yeah, That's yeah. perfect. Man. Thanks course, again. Man. Hey, everybody, have a good, pleasure, have a good man. one. Thanks for tuning yeah. in. Yeah. We'll see you on the next episode. Hey, also do me a favor. Have a beautiful day. Go support O2, Stunnerman O2 on everything. If you put it in anywhere, you're gonna find me. And on top of that, make sure that you still win it. Still winning. Still winning, baby. A Sox. We'll see y'all next time. A Sox. Yeah. Thank you guys again for listening to the Azots podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Azots Bay Area. And make sure you hit that subscribe. Give us five stars, five thumbs up, whatever it is on wherever you're listening to uh, podcasts these days. Thanks.